All right, and welcome back to another video. Hopefully everyone is having a fantastic day or evening whenever you're watching this or listening to this. And uh, before we get into today's topic, Dad, you're you're out traveling. You're, you know, you were just talking to my daughter, your granddaughter. Uh, where are you right now? You want to give a little update on, on what you're up to right now? You're on mute. Yeah, I've been going through a tour for the past uh, 10 days now. And right now I'm in Querétaro, Querétaro, Mexico. So I've been going through different cities in California and, and also in Mexico City, uh, in different locations in uh, state of Mexico and now in Querétaro. I'm, I'm working with a number of doctors and doing some instructions and participating in some some of the uh, events that they have. You know, some are online, some are for training purpose to uh, some therapists and doctors. Good to be here from Mexico and doing this recording. Awesome. You know, that's one of the blessings of technology that we can have this conversation even when you're miles and miles and miles away. Yeah, is that nice? <laughs> hey, but I guess to introduce today's topic, you know, as we've talked about uh, before in the past, you know, our emotional state affects our physiology. And uh, the topic we want to address um, today has to do with headaches and migraines. You know, I, all of us have had a headache and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel nice when we're, especially when we're trying to go through our day, whether you're a parent, whether you're at work, you're at school, you know, having a headache, especially when the headache turns into a migraine, you know, it really just throws off your whole day. And so really, I want to start off that, can you explain you know, where do, why, why do we get headaches and then or migraines in the first place? Like, what is the cause behind this? Well, uh, the, this manifestation you know, that come with, you know, pain in different levels are the result of uh, some variabilities, some, the process of uh, being alert and being calm. So the, uh, the nervous system you know, the nervous system has has uh, uh, produced a number of uh, behaviors that are physiological. Okay. So, literally, we we have a moment of alert. If I'm intentionally thinking, for example, I I need to do work, so there's going to be an alert, and that has to do with chemicals, a different uh, neurotransmitters, hormones. And then there's going to be signals into the, the blood vessels. We have about 49,000 kilometers of blood vessels all over the body. And it's about 400 kilometers of blood vessels in the brain. So these blood vessels are, you know, where, you know, it, it travels uh, nutrients and oxygen. So in the process of being alert, there is contractions, okay? Contractions in certain parts of the brain. Uh, these blood vessels, and there is uh, dilation of uh, other parts of the brain. Uh, the purpose is kind of uh, orchestrate, you know, the physiological activity and also uh, produce signals for, you know, being focused on doing what you're supposed to do at the moment. I got to do work. I got to study. I have to go and cook. So, and then uh, there is another process immediately that it has to do with being calm. Being calm is the same blood vessels now 
dilate. And then again, as I'm opening the books, okay, I found something that I don't know. No, for example, if I'm studying for, for, for an exam, and as I'm reading, I find that there is something that talks about history that I, I did not pay attention. So again, this process of alert, so there's focus, and then calm, relaxation. So this is an orchestrated activity that uh, it happens all day, uh, regardless of whether you're going cook or you have to um, confront some challenges or it's just minor things like walking to the car. I want to go and do grocery shopping. So the alert in the car. So it's a process that, you know, is continuously taking place. No. The problem is uh, if the alert process is um, being too long than it's supposed to be. So that can create eventually some problems, no? because when it's contractions in these blood vessels, it's going to be less energy, okay, in mm -hmm. certain parts of the brain, okay, and then uh, less nutrients in that part of the brain, and that's okay, you know, for short time, and it's okay, and it depends on what is really happening. If somebody is putting a gun on my head, uh -huh. the alert goes for a longer time and it's good that's not going to damage me that will help me to solve the problem i'm going to decide to give the money to the guy maybe run i don't know maybe fight okay whatever it is so but then uh, once when this process is uh complete its purpose you know it goes back to calm so uh, within a psychological stress which is something that's created by we focus too much on something that's not happening anymore. It's gone. The history is gone. The guy is gone. He took my wallet. I give it to him. Or I already knock him down. Or maybe I run. And I'm gone. And I'm protected. So if we uh, keep repeating the episode in our mind, no? by building <laughs> thoughts and uh, entertaining thoughts, that, uh, and now the alert process and the memory of the past because it's registered you know, in, in my brain you know it keep pounding on the mechanism of alert so and that is not only if somebody you know want to rob me or but it could be anything you know, anything even that simple thing if we don't understand you know this process can create that uh, uh, interference yeah. with going back to calm or staying in a process where alert and calm is just being like a dance, no? See, uh -huh. I mean, you don't want to be calm, be calm, you know, during the day, all the time. That's not good, okay? So the calming part where extended is when you are getting closer to sleep. So now uh -huh. there are chemicals like melatonin, other nothing, that they start kind of uh, interacting just to be sure the alert part, it is lower, you know, in the threshold, and the camp part, part is a little bit more extended and higher. So you start being tired. It's 9.30, 10, and you want to be on bed. And that's very good. See, during the day, it's, it's, uh, it's, it has to be an interaction between both of them. So if for any reason this process of being alert or the signals to the blood vessels to contract for longer times, too many times, okay, 
for longer periods or higher periods, then it can produce a lack of nutrients in the brain. So I could experience some, some headaches. Okay, and that's a signal. It's just a signal. There's something that you have to probably change in your life. Now that not only can be uh, psychological, it can be also physiological. It can happen. Like I, I'm not drinking water, so then I can have a headache. I'm exposed to too much radiation. I could have a headache because there is some problems. I'm not eating on time. Okay, I'm not sleeping on time. I'm sleeping too you know, a few hours than i supposed to. Then there is uh, now a physiological stress that produces the same effect. No? Mm. A contraction for too long in, in these blood vessels and uh, a lack of enough nutrients and oxygen in certain areas of the brain, and then you can have a, a light headache. No? Right. That can so, be chronic. So then just, uh, just to clarify, whether it's because of psychological stress or some kind of physiological stress from lack of sleep or, you know, like you were saying, lack of water at the, uh, what's happening in the body is that your, your blood vessels are contracting. And so you're not, your brain is not getting enough nutrients. And so that, that is, um, I guess the, the cause behind the pain, it might not be the root cause of why it's happening in the first place, but that's at least, at least what's going on, right? You have a contraction. Yeah, and, and you know, this is also associated with uh, additional, um, as I would call it, poison <laughs> things that we put, that we leave in the brain, in the blood vessels. That could be a lot of toxicity, you know, uh, that it is because I didn't sleep enough hours. Uh, that toxicity that's created because I don't have enough water to flow, you know, chemicals. A toxicity that we can create by you know, some other things that can affect, you know, I'm not eating, you know, so there's inflammation. I'm eating too late, there's inflammation. I'm eating things that are producing inflammation, like uh, uh, sugar, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, flour, you know, anything that is, that's been uh, processed. That can produce inflammation, so these chemicals also can uh, affect not only blood vessels, but also nerves. So the nerves could be affected because, you know, their nerves that arrive to these blood vessels to, uh, okay, because this, this nerve, they have to be, uh, uh, you know, they need, they need to receive nutrients too, because mm -hmm. they have activity, they, they're doing things, okay? they're processing information, they're recording information, they're communicating with the rest of the body. So that's, that's just so then, some of the potential. So then let, let me ask you, because headaches, I mean, everyone's had headaches. You know, some uh, sometimes you have a headache and then it kind of just goes away. But what what's happening when you maybe you have a headache that then turns into a migraine? Like, because migraines those, those are are much worse than just your normal headache, and th that can really take someone out. Like literally, like for the rest of the day, they just feel sick. They don't feel like eating. Uh, they have more uh, sensitivity to light. Like, so how how does one go from headache to migraine? Like what's, what's happening in that process? Well, headaches are unpleasant pain. You know, they, they are in your head, they can cause, they cause pressure and there's aching. And they can range from mild to severe. And they actually occur on both sides of your head. Some, there are some specific areas where headaches can occur, including the forehead, the temples, uh, the back of the neck, you know. And a headache can last even for 30 minutes you know, to even a week. So that's, uh, there are 
a common headaches, you know, that are like a tension headache, you know. Uh, you know, triggered for these headaches, you know, are, include the stress as we talk. Uh, if I have a, a muscle strain, because maybe I didn't do the exercise right, or maybe I, whatever, or, you know, the, the culprit of uh, stress that can give us to inside, you know. So these tensions are, they're not only the only headache, other headaches include, you know, like cluster headaches. Right, you, you froze for like two minutes. Uh, cluster, you were saying cluster headaches. Okay. And then I went to migraine, you know, and I talked that uh, clusters are periods of headaches, you know. It comes for 60 seconds, it goes, it comes back, it goes. But then migraines, you know, they're very intense. That's the difference between migraine headaches. They are severe. There are other symptoms, include nausea, pain behind the eye or the ear, you know, pain in the temples. Uh, we see spots or flashing lights. Uh, there is sensitivity to light or sounds. Uh, sometimes people lose temporary vision loss or they could be vomiting. See, when we compare, you know, with uh, tension or other headaches, migraine headache pain can be from moderate to severe. Uh, some people experience, you know, uh, so bad that it's migraine, they have to go to emergency room. Uh, wow. They typically affect one side of the head or the other side. No. So um, migraine headaches are typically divided into different categories. Now, one is called aura, and the other one is called without aura. Aura refers to the sensation that comes before the migraine starts. And that can happen 10 seconds to 30 minutes before the attack. So that's the difference. Some migraines, uh, some people even experience, you know, one or two days, you know, uh, some symptoms like depression, constipation, uh, frequent, frequent yawning, you know, uh, irritability. The next stiff thing, you know, an unusual food craving that could be, you know, some symptoms that come before the migraine. So uh, the problem here is that basically uh, we need to identify, you know, the, some of the things, you know, how far, how, how severe it is. You know, there is a sensation, you know, the feelings of uh, pressure, you know, it normally comes, you know, in the forehead or in the skull. Uh, sensation that can come on one side of the head, the other side of the head. So this is something that has to be identified. But uh, in any um, psychological stress trigger, you know, these conditions, you know, that have been uh, occurring and been uh, developing through years have a lot of stress. And that's creating some uh, uh, conditions with the brain. It affects a lot of people, and it's, and it's a very sad thing because some people can not even do anything. They have to go and be in the room, close the windows. Nobody can walk in there. Any noise could create more headaches. So then, what I guess what can people do if they're having, a, especially frequent headaches or frequent migraines? Like it's if it's something that that's happening regularly like what i guess what what are some advice for people in that kind of situation i would recommend to drink water the water will help a lot okay be sure that you have at least two two liters of water every day okay 
for people that already have some issues with migraine. Uh, and let's be sure that that's part of your daily routine. No? Have your water, drink water during the day. That is just absolutely a must if I want to avoid having more of these migraines. But that's not all. No? Uh, be, uh, eat on time. Uh, don't skip meals because, you know, the metabolic uh, process and the, the metabolic clock uh, can be affected, which will affect, you know, the amount of uh, uh, interaction between these blood vessels, the nervous system, in some of the other organs in, in the body. So you don't want to disrupt anything that's orally had to happen during the day. This is a microscopic okay, activities where every cell, every organ knows at one moment you have to make this enzyme, when do you need this hormone, at one moment you need to inhibit this hormone, so it's very important that, that you eat on time and don't skip meals and don't eat late because you don't want to affect your digestive system, you don't want to interfere with detoxification. If you eat late, uh, as you know, there's four to six hours before this food it has been uh, has been digested, you know, it's in the bloodstream. Okay, so the fact that you eat now and you feel satisfied doesn't mean that the food is already in the blood. That takes hours. So if you eat like uh, late, 9 p.m., 8.30 p.m., so now it'll be until two o'clock probably when everything is in the bloodstream, two o'clock in the morning, you're already sleeping. And there is another function that has to happen while the time you're sleeping, which is uh, uh, detox, because so many cells die during the day, so many uh, proteins have to be replaced that are now toxics. So, and it takes between seven and a half hours to eight hours during the time you're sleeping when a lot of these processes happen. So if you are eight and nine, now by two in the morning or 2.30, this food is already in your bloodstream, so your body is going to do a priority. You're going to prioritize the digestion. So your detoxification won't begin until digestion is over. So these two systems never really work at the same time. So that's why uh, eating on time. Um, avoid having anything that has sugar, anything that has processed flour, you know, bread, cakes, so forth and so on, anything that has any kind of sugar. So you don't have to try, try to avoid that. I mean, uh, carbohydrates that come in fruits is okay, it's good. If you have already uh, some problem with this, be sure that you eat, you include fruits that produce anti-inflammation. You know, they have some chemicals, micronutrients like papaya, um, you know, pineapple. Okay. Unless you have uh, diabetes, then you're going to have to be careful on what fruits you eat. So uh, uh, turmeric. Uh, use uh, the turmeric. Uh, turmeric helps uh, because there is an inflammation. When there is headaches, it means there is inflammation in the body. So because of this condition we discussed, you know, that uh, that stress creates inflammation, lack of enough sleep produces inflammation. So now the blood vessels are going to be affected, and these inflammatory markers are going to be affecting the walls of the blood vessels. So it's going to be probably physiological stress that is created by, has been created by some other issues related to psychological stress. So um, another thing that you can do is breathing exercise, okay? okay. Um, 
we have to remember that this is about contraction of, of blood vessels, which means certain parts of the brain are not receiving enough oxygen or enough nutrients. Okay. So uh, we're gonna have to probably at the moment or when we feel the signal that's happening, breathe, okay? Do some breathing exercise. And this is the one that probably is appropriate for that. And, uh, we have to remember that always headaches come after the stress, the psychological stress. And not immediately, not necessarily immediately, because maybe I'm angry with you and I'm under stress. That means that I have adrenaline, you know, kind of pumping adrenaline. Uh, I feel that I have to solve this problem and I have to show this boy how life is supposed to be. Uh, and then I call you and I call my wife and say, you know, call this boy. And then I do my little uh, rumination. I need adrenaline. So it's going to be a lot of adrenaline. It won't be headache right away. The headaches starts, you know, once when, you know, this condition is off the table. Okay. And then I'm going to start having the headache. So. So could you be, could you technically be having like a headache or migraine a day or two after you've had a, a episode with somebody or with yourself, or maybe so it can happen a few hours later, the next day, two days later. Okay. It depends. It depends on some other uh, internal mechanism in your body. What else is happening? You know, and includes, you know, so many things, nutrition, you know, the hormones that you're producing, inhibition of some hormones. So there is a cascade of other conditions. But, but you know, the body is trying to kind of uh, tame the problem, you know, fix it, avoid having to, to uh, you, you go from that kind of crisis. You know? So the entire body will try to really kind of cooperate, be sure that that brain doesn't have a headache because, you know, it's going to affect the function and you're not going to go to work and you need to move. You need to see your friends as part of your, your uh, your health so the entire body kind of uh, trying to help you know? so you may not see the effect right away uh, but then it's going to come maybe 15 years later or two days later but yeah it's possible you know, to have this condition so so this is the breathing exercise since the stress is related to this you know these manifestations okay do the breathing okay in uh, doing by inhaling okay inhaling a short period of time compared with the exhale. So I will inhale through the nose. So I will do this. And then I exhale longer. Okay, then I inhale again. Exhale longer. And I will do that like about, you know, 10 times. And then after that, okay, I'm gonna need, you know, a little bit of energy so I can kick some energy and a little bit of adrenaline by inhaling, you know, a couple of times and then I exhale. So these are short, quick breaths. Quick, short, inhale. <laughs> so, you know, do that like four times. So that way you, you bring your, uh, these systems of alert and calm, you know, in the right balance. And uh, you may need to really uh, do this, you know, until you know how to do it. Okay, so that's that's an exercise that can help. Uh, and also, you know, be sure that you are 
clear uh, with what's happening. Okay, and don't postpone anything that you are aware of. You feel, you, you're aware of, you need water, then don't wait, you know, just go and get the water. You haven't eat, go and eat, okay? Don't, don't just keep persisting the same thing. Many people, when this, this little headache began, they ignore it, they, they just keep working, no? They think it's gonna go away, okay? I mean, of course, I mean, you've probably seen this happen before, but it's not because because uh, you have changed anything about the mental condition. Okay, each it, it probably you feel better is because the rest of your body is helping you. So you can be aware and understand and healthy. That doesn't mean the problem is gone. You know, your kidneys and your liver and and your blood vessels help together. Your heart you know, to be sure that uh, you know. You don't continue with the headache. That's why the headache goes away after a few minutes or a few seconds. Doesn't mean that it's done. The problem is not finished. So, trying to be aware of what is what is your habits, you know, eating habits, sleeping habits, and try to start correcting them. Awesome. Well, I honestly I think that was, that was uh, very well said. Very uh, good advice. And you know, headaches, especially because headaches and migraines, it seems like that's something that a lot of people deal with on a regular, regular basis. And so hopefully this was very valuable to anyone uh, who was able to watch, listen to this. And if you know someone who maybe has been having trouble with headaches and migraines, share this video, share this, this audio with someone. Because at the end of the day, you know, we really just want to make sure that people are being educated on these things so they can be have a, a happier life because it, it's it, it's not fun when you when you're going through the day with a migraine or you're trying to take care of you know three kids and you have a headache and so yeah, dad yeah. did you have any last words well you know we we may relate these things with the environment and we may kind of say you know my my spouse is giving me a headache my kids give me a headache uh, you know, but that's not the case. Of course, there are some other things that trigger. That could be internally, you know, could be a hormonal disbalance that can trigger a headache. Alcohol triggers a headache, you know, afterwards. Uh, some other uh, substance, addictive substance, can trigger a headache. Uh, the consumption of coffee after a while can trigger a headache after you feel good, maybe you know, a few hours later. So. You know, we have to be aware of what is really happening. And um, if it's in a hormonal imbalance, normally related to uh, psychological stress. So we're gonna have to probably deal with the root, you know, so the rest of things can, can start going away.